Now, let's go ahead and get a glimpse at what's going on upstairs as Thulgrim the Mighty goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of his oldest chums. Toe-to-tentacle. Uh, toe-to... yeah, tentacle. <laughs> He's going to give him dental work. Oh, God. Thulgrim needs to roll a 25 or better to land the blow on Ulf. Yeah, um, that's a 30. Yes. Wow. All right, so explain to me what exploit or power ability that you're trying to use with Thulgrim here. All right, so he takes out, or he's, I guess he still has his axe. The axe. Yeah, he has the axe, and he turns himself on fire mm -hmm. again. And then he runs up to Ulthar and basically starts cutting teeth out. Yeah. Awesome. So each time that you do, you like hack one of the fangs loose mm -hmm. and it falls out. You can see his eyes pulsate with these bright red and purple spindles. Like it's almost like this chaotic swirl pool going on inside his eyes. Reminds you a lot of Fingerbeard mm -hmm. and your battle with him when Sol was able to defeat him in some way. And I will leave it to Thulgrim to see if he can remember how. Awesome. So, at that same time, though, you can see that many of the old Kai surrounding you are becoming mm -hmm. adapted and evolved into 4-2 units almost completely now. And on the outskirts, what fringe old Kai remain you see are being chopped down and incinerated by massive energy bursts from the flaming irritated blade, the Iritus, well uh, wielded by Arthur Strathmore himself who, as he does so, you can tell is there's like bits of armor that are starting to form across his body. Ulthar, you're going to be outmatched here soon. This is nothing against you, but you're sick. You've been infected. I am pure now. I understand where things began. As a primordial beast, I must return things to their proper place. Well, that's just poppycock. I am going to start. Oh, boy. <laughs> la 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 you. <laughs> that's what I thought you were Yeah. Ulthar, like I said, it's, you're sick. You think you see everything, but you don't. You have not seen the beauty of this world. At all, you haven't seen the many... Okay, well, now it's not so beautiful. 4-2's doing everything. But regardless... <laughs> exactly my point, little brother. This world I fought to protect. This people that I sought to defend. When I banished Tichilic, when I ate his heart, I did so with hopes for the future. But look. Look around you. The mortals have failed. Alden's vision was that of a blind man's path, and now this synthetic creature spreads and sprawls across reality. Or did we fail them? Yes, you have failed for too. Because we haven't... That's a good point. Then indeed you have failed, Thulgrim. But where are you? Becoming this. Roll for evasion. <laughs> Must be 25. Oh, he's using strength. He's just going to pick up something, I guess. Or I don't know. What's his well, at this point, he's attacking. You're trying to either evade or just absorb it. Evade or absorb it? Well, he's, regardless, he's got it. 
So, where you at? I am at a 25. Okay. With evasion. So, yeah, like he's leaping or he's lunging forward and just kind of latched onto you at the moment. So you're like kind of like holding the jaws of death open at this point. Mm-hmm. Just keeping it in place. Now, Al. Yes. You're inside a cockpit of a massive mecha. Mm-hmm. You are surrounded by Olkai. I really want to know what happens to you here. I'm going to try to get the hatch shut. Well, I mean, they're in there with you. So what, what, what do you do? How can you possibly fend off this many demonic creatures all by yourself? Void room? I don't know. Um, I could grab the indigo shard. You could? And create... Ooh. I can <laughs> drown, though. Um, well, on an outside note, I don't know if void demons would be susceptible to the void rune, but they may indeed be susceptible to the indigo shard. That's why I'm grabbing the indigo shard. Yeah, I'm just saying, because you had said void rune at first, mm. I just didn't want you to try and like waste your so I just know, I know the ticket there. With the shard, it also would do renewal. The shard can do renewal, and it can also create water effects, yeah. Ooh, can I create like a vortex to like catch them all and like force them out of the hatch? You want to catch them all? Yeah. What do you have to offer the rune? Oh, I'm just going to make my whipping boy give up another memory. And you've got a taste for the power now, huh? What does he have left? <sighs> at this point, I'm going to have to keep track of what he has left, because at this point, he doesn't remember his adventures with his friends. He doesn't remember where he came from. He's going to take the memory of what his mother and father's faces look like. He's going to forget the face of his father? Oh, that's sad. All right. Okay, so that'll effectively give you the ability to push them out with the water pool from the cockpit, giving you enough time to shut it closed. Now, you're in there. What do you do? Let's see if there's like a on switch, a way that start activating it. Um, right here, you do know that there's like, there's power, like, uh, what would you call that? Like a... That's, Throttle. It's a throttle, so you can see that there are several things that you can p- fool with and everything, but it does not seem to power on some sort of... Is there a hatch that goes down to the power core? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go down there and put the Indigo Shark back and then climb back up. All right, now you're getting somewhere. We're going to find out in a minute where you're getting. All right. So the rest of you are on sub-level 31 now, escaping and evading. Uh, She's currently trying to evade the crazy and maniacal 4-2 as you're continuing to try and kill off the Olkai that are chasing Uh you. You have three of them that are still left. Am I still trying to avoid him? I thought I avoided him pretty epically. You did. Yeah, I'm going to keep shooting Olkai. Yeah. Maybe not this time. I tripped. I'm going to shoot one. Hey, hold on. Yeah, I tripped. It's a 13. If it's going to do any good, I don't know if it does any good or not. Alright. You do notice that he does trip as he's trying to shoot. And one of them has lunged and latched onto him. You can try to shoot it if you want to. I do. Alright, so effectively giving it another three. What? That right? Damage is three. Um on your pistol? Yes. I rolled a twenty eight. 
No. Yes. 28. Okay. So for the moment, she actually allowed you the ability to like grab on and hold this thing back because before it was able to latch onto your face, her round hit it right in the middle of the head. So you're able to like grab onto its neck and hold it back for the moment. There are still two more. Four, two. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Uh, well, I guess I finish assimilating those creatures. Yeah. So can I, all those assimilated demons, like they're now four twos, they're going to look up and then all go after the big one. Wolfar? They're all going to inject. Trying to assimilate yes. Wolfar? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's not just them, but you have four twos all over the place. Like yeah. Those are all the ones that assimilated the old Kai. So now all the ones that just Kai said. So basically. They doubled. They doubled. And now yeah. they're all leeching on to Ulthar himself. Yeah. As I understand it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, what you're, this, where are you running? You're running to the ship. We're all running down. We're way, we're like 30 levels down. and we're So do I realize that she's attached to the stone when I engaged her? Like, can point, I see her now? Have, yeah, like it would have been pretty obvious. And I'm like, oh, she's not invisible. You, I was just... She was just outside of your. Well, to him though, he runs off sensors, and you oh. were you were skabobbling his sensors. Yeah. I was what? Skabobbling him. <laughs> so his sensors Skibobble, made it skibobble. seem like you were invisible. Yeah. So I see you now, hey. and and then I'm like, oh hey, where did you come from? I've been here the whole time. Can you help us kill these last two old guys? Sure. I teleport into one of them. Roll for it. <laughs> is it the one that's on top of Detective no, McTavish? No, don't teleport into that one. It is. Oh, that seems like a 4-2 thing to do. Hey. 17 on that. Uh, so teleport is plus 3. And you had overclock going. 33. You succeed incredibly at teleporting into the old Kai that is on top of James McTavish as you look down at him and tell him you're welcome or whatever you say. That's That seems like something that someone would say in that situation. I think so. <laughs> McTavish goes, <laughs> As you're just like... <laughs> oh, no, I don't say anything. I tip my hat at him. That's what I do. Okay, there's still two more. They're not probably waiting. They are not waiting. So you can all either roll evade or endure. Evade. Try invading. 20. I have evaded. I teleported into the next one. You evaded. Yeah. I evaded. I did not evade. But then again, I had a 4-2 on top of me. That's true. true. And he teleported away from you at the last second. Oh. Um, that was a 12. It's a classic 4-2 move. Hey, he didn't make the other thing attack him. Like... Mm -hmm. So Why you always blame the, the next one latching onto you, like as you're trying to get up and get away, it's latching onto your back and it's like sinking its teeth in, parasitically draining from you. Um, you're looking at six damage. Okay, I'm fine. All right. So you're very close to where you're trying to go. You've got these last two that are trying to attack you. We're not going anywhere until we get these. I'm not going to take these two towards the orphan. And as you're continuing to try and get this one off your back, another one is lunging at the two of you when you see it just kind of evaporate in a blinding light. As Solaris steps forward and says, Remy sent me to escort you to your carriage, madam. Let's kill that one. Ah, McTavish, James, Solaris. 
He just shot you. Got the one right off your back. Oh. Mm. Thanks. Thank you, Solaris. You are welcome. We will take you, but not you. Mm. I start playing the theme from, like, uh, Charlie Brown. Just <laughs> like football. Just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you are a danger to the mortals. I am My a danger. My sensors are aware of what you have done on the surface. I have saved them all. You have propagated yourself. Saving one is ultimately a debate of what free will in life they have left to live. They have all the free will in their life. They have your programming. Your logic guiding that will that is no longer free. It's free as by chooser to be free. Point proven, sir. My point, yes. <laughs> Alright, so at this point, Solaris will guide Detective McTavish and Adine into the lower level uh, to the safety of the ship. Mm-hmm. Alright, and inside the ship's cockpit, you can hear the radio go off. All right, everybody, strap in because I am one of the greatest pilots that you will ever witness in the entirety of your existence. And I am going to put the pedal to the metal. We're going to have to get topside. And once we get topside, we got to go void. Are you ready for this? Are you going to the void? Making sure all the kids are strapped in. All right. This is a detective straps himself in. Void runner. Of sorts. Can this 4-2, like, teleport to the exterior hole? And just... Yeah, basically. That's like the last will, shot you see it leaving. We will see about that. Um, all right, so there's, like, a, it's almost like a silo opening up to let this thing aim itself to launch out. And as it starts to tilt back, you can actually see out one of the portholes towards what looks like this gigantic mecha that now has an indigo beacon blowing from its chest so it's like pulsating almost now al yes i wonder if you can successfully drive this probably thing. not because i do not have piloting as a skill you should That's say okay you're running room, room. Off of your runes so using your rune magic all right so you're not attaching the sacrifice to it right now but you are running this off of your rune magic you are okay. Using your ability to pilot this through brain magic. So I have to form the phantom limb to hold the other controller. You can spice it up that way if you want to. Okay. But at this point, you're using your rune magic, your attachment to the water rune, in order to pilot this thing out. So you have one port that's opening up. The whole building itself is like almost like shifting and moving on these technological panels out of the way as you're being lifted up. Uh-huh. Oh, man. It's just amazing, isn't it? In my mind, I see the mech looking like something like the big O. Or... It's close. A little bit more Gundanium going on, but okay. I'll, I'll draw it for you later. Okay. Um, so Omega Magnus is now being lifted up to surface level. And you can see in front of you as Thulgrim is just like hacking into teeth on Ulthar and like trying to defend himself from getting eaten. And then you can see what seems to be a trail of fire running up Ulthar's back as Strathmore in almost complete armor now um, from neck down and the ear tooth blade flaming as he's dragging it up Ulthar's spine. 
And you also see a army of four twos swarming towards Ulthar at this point. And you and the Ultra Magnus. The Omega Magnus. Okay. So, you just have to make your roll. Let me know what you're going to do. I'll give you the difficulty and then we'll make the roll based off your rune magic. It's difficult because I definitely don't want 4-2 to get a hold of something that powerful. There are near a thousand of them right now. Okay, what I'm going to try to do is I am going to try to create a great sword of water for the mech to use. Mm-hmm. And then as I plunge it, because I'm assuming, how, like, I guess, compared to height, like, comparatively, how tall am I compared to uh, Ulthar right now? Can I, like, see eye to eye to him, or am I a little bit taller, a little shorter? Yeah, imagine, imagine Ulthar being, okay, uh, comparatively for people that would understand this, imagine Ulthar being on a 12-inch scale, you're on a 7-inch scale, toy okay. figure-wise. So, like, I'm he's, gonna... he's pretty big, and you're, but you're big! You're just trying to fight something that's monstrous. I'm going to run up to it and, like, propel myself upwards. And then with the water sword, bring it down, downward thrust into the, like, the cranium of him. And then create a bubble of water around him that pushes everyone off. And then using water pressure to crush in and, like, completely destroy the body. We'll see if that works out. Got to roll your success first. I'm giving you my last favorite. And a 20. 20 is a success. Uh-huh. Now, you will successfully be able to attack. Okay. So you can form the water sword, and you can come down to attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, you're basically latched in with him, as well as Dolgrim. And then you can also still see Strathmore making his way up the spine, just slicing it open. Uh, one of his eyes seems to be bright fire just trailing back from him you're both on the ship mm-hmm. all right so you ian's are piloting ian's piloting the ship that you're on so as you're launching up and you're coming up out of the ground like it's not just like a rocket that's propelled you out it's like a slow positioning process getting you to the above ground part and you can see across the city that several other pods just like this are being lifted and positioned trying to save as many of the Velotian peoples and artifacts and types of animals foods plants as possible and of course we see the battle and stuff too oh yeah no that's hard to miss (laughs) he just looks he's just yeah i made the right call coming to the ship that's little bit just just a little bit above my pay grade outside my wheelhouse yeah yeah okay so all of you in the ship um now adine as you look out you do notice that al's locked in combat while inside this big mech suit with this creature uh you do see all the four twos and you see fulgrim the mighty and you see arthur strathmore with this blazing fire that's now consuming him as he's hacking and slashing into the back of this creature. I'm just looking at him through the window, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. At this point, you're on the ship. You've got the orphans. You've got Remy. You've got Solaris. You've got Ian. Runestrom's on your ship, I think, somewhere. You have the sewer shards. So you're just going to chill on your ship? Yeah. 
Okay. I was just checking with you, see if you wanted to make any kind of a maneuver or move or just like get out of turn. the ship in the middle of the launch process. No, it's just your turn. So I was checking oh, to see what you wanted no. to do. Do a hall door maneuver. Should I get the peanuts? There are five peanuts per bag. Enjoy. They have to last you. You're a ration. Um, all right. Symbols. So that'll put us at Fulgrim now. Fulgrim um, tries to reach out to his Strathmore. Strathmore! Yeah. You have the mark of Alden on you. It should be holy fire. Oh, Hit that's me. That's a tattoo on my arm, boy. No, sir. That is a mark. Activate it and hit me. I'll try and make my fire glow bright and we'll see what happens. Here, one crazy son of a Chippewa. And oh, you haven't seen nothing. He takes both hands, ripping onto the air tooth blade and igniting as much fire from the Iratus blade as possible. Uh, he's going to lash out. Now, as you see his eye that's blazing on his face, there mm -hmm. seems to be some sort of a trident symbol emblazed on his face as well. Letting you know that straight up the bat. Um, and a seven-point star on his chest that glows bright red. So he's going to lash out at you with this fire... You're looking at taking this with Khan, mm -hmm. and you're looking at a difficulty rating. We'll set it at 25. Cool, I'm going to re-roll that. Wow, he had a lot of favors. Yeah, we're not going to count all the ones he had from the previous game. <laughs> I'll let you have one favor for him. Darn. Oh, it's a 19. Okay, so the fire hits Thulgrim. Thulgrim mm -hmm. made an assumption. Mm-hmm didn't pay off for him. Uh, as you feel this fire hit you, it is like the worst seething rage you've ever felt in your life. Like the backs of your teeth feel like jello because you're clenching your mouth so hard. You've got bugs inside your stomach turning it upside down. You've got your heart's beating and racing faster than it ever has before. Your brain starting to clench and tighten as it feels like everything's closing in on you and you're like a wild animal trying to lash out from it this fire consuming you um, mm -hmm. it is driving you into the darkest rage that Thulgrim himself has ever experienced so he's just going to start attacking Ulfar just... he's going to start attacking yes mm -hmm. we'll see where he goes Okay. alright so um, from that point anytime you roll if you can roll above a 25, mm -hmm. you can try to attain some sort of purity for yourself. So you'll start a countdown clock. You should have one on the detective's sheet you can use. It'll be that four pie. Mm -hmm. uh, so each time you roll above a 25, you can fill in one of those. Once they're completely filled, you can purify yourself of the hellfire. Mm -hmm. uh, but each time before that happens, whenever you attack... We're going to have to hone in specifically in that moment to see if you can hit what you're trying to attack or not. Okay. All right. Al. Mm -hmm. Actually, 4-2. Sorry, I missed you. It's me. Uh, so you're trying to swarm and assimilate, or are you trying mm -hmm. to get that one on the ship to ride? Both, both those things. So you got to pick one to go with first. Uh, we'll try and get the one on the ship. Okay. outside the ship, I guess. So I'm gonna roll with this digital dice. And I rolled a six. 
plus 11, 17, and that's and it. Oh, teleport, plus, two. plus teleport is three, plus two is overclocked, so 22. So, yes, yeah, so you teleport onto the outside <laughs> of the I don't know why I'm saying it. <laughs> well, you latched on out there, you're just kind of like hanging on right now. Yeah, I'm like a Garfield, if anyone remembers those. Anybody remember that? Yes. Okay. All right, Al. Yes. Inside Omega Magnus. Mm-hmm. All right, so at this moment, you've got, like, the water sword stabbed through, and then, like, you can just swing it out, and, like, it splashes apart and then reforms itself. It's like a fluid weapon of destruction. Kind of want to try what, what I was attempting to do, so, like, like, twist the blade and then try to create, like, a, a spring of water to come around, push... Like all the four twos and everyone else off again, and then try to like crush them in a bubble of water. water okay, pressure. so you're definitely going to have to surpass 25 with your runic magic in order to achieve that full effect that you're going for. No! Got an eight. It's not happening. All right, so that failed, but I do have action surge. Well, first, let's settle up with the fact that you, you failed with an eight. Eight plus six. So ten below. So that allows him a chance to attack you back. Okay. All right, so that it opens you up to attack. So you're looking at him hitting this mech, blah, 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 but you're looking at taking ten. To me personally? Yeah, you can take your DR, mm-hmm. but whatever, like you're in there, panels are exploding and sparking or whatever, it's throwing you around. You forgot whether or not you wore your red shirt today. Huh. All right. Because he's a big Chippewa. It's okay. He has a last name. I'm going to create uh, a second water sword and stab it in there. So I'm using another one to keep a handheld. Create another one and do it again. Because the mech does have two arms. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, come on. What'd you get? Uh, seven plus six. So it would be what? I think 13. Let me check on that. Yeah. Alright, so it's, it's he's going to hit you again. No! Okay. So he's definitely hitting Omega Magnus so hard that he's like throwing you into a building and that thing's like top, toppling over on you. Alright, so you're looking at taking that damage again. So, seven again? After, yeah. Well, ten after soak, so yeah. So. Right. Okay. Well, I am down at zero now. So you're in your negatives. Oh, I haven't tipped over to negative yet. Okay, so you're at zero, about to tip in the fingers. Okay. Y'all are good with rocketing? Yeah. Everything is good? We're just on the ship. You're on the back of the ship. Uh, Fulgrim, want to go ahead and attack? Yeah. Does the ship have weapons? Turn the ship around. We got to go back. Mayhaps. Oh, now it's going to start rolling low. Of course you do. 4-2, hack no. the ship. It's a, it's a 16. Can Ian start shooting things? He's like... Ian would let you know that there is a gunner's pit that you could get to. Ooh, like in Star Wars. Okay. Um, so, at this point, you are attacking Strathmore. Of course he is. You run at him with the full rage because he hits you with this blazing fire and it hurts. It burns. Why did it do that? Mm-hmm. So you're attacking him full force and the two of you are clashing with each other. And you can see that his eye is blazing bright in this second eye that seemed to have mm-hmm. his normal green eye to it mm-hmm. uh, is starting to 
turn into a hot ember and blaze itself as well. You are locked in combat. Mortal combat! Infernal combat! <laughs> Alright, so, you can get to a gunner's pit and you can shoot. What am I shooting at? What are you shooting His at? His Ulfar's still alive. Yeah, yeah. He just smashed big mecha owl into a building. Um, the only two people that were combating him are now fighting each other. Huh? I'm not shooting at anything. Uh, only as a favor. I'm shooting at something. All right. What'd you get? 20. Am I just real rolling this off guns? Yeah, just get over 20. 21. All right. So you're going to be able to shoot. I'm assuming you're aiming at Ulthor. Yeah, but I'm assuming it's not off my normal damage. It's a no, it'd be off the ship damage. Ship. Yeah. So you see these two humongous twin barrel cannons come out from underneath the Exodus that she's on. And it just starts like... And like just holes ripping through Ulthar as he's like... And like just... But like trying to reform himself and then lunge at this ship each time as he's getting closer to it. Now, the four twos. Do you want to control the swarm? Yeah, I want to try and assimilate Uthor. Okay, so this is what you got to beat. 25. To get all those four twos to latch on to him. I'll use your die. They're better than my dice. Or my die? Yeah, my die. Chipotle. 11. That's not that's, that's better than average. All right, so your eleven plus your overclock, your simtech, and your okay. So hold on, I got a got twenty-seven. So again, while you're trying to recover inside the cockpit, you see all the four-two army slowly latch on like white blood cells. It's kind of what it looks like white blood cells trying to attack a cancerous cell, and they're just latching on piece by piece onto the outside of Ulthar, and they're go ahead and start your. A clock. Your wheel. All right, I'm sorry. All right, so you can like erase one or whatever, whatever you want to do. But it'll be I'm sorry. Short term. Each one of them feeding in, infecting, and assimilating this gigantic primordial chaos beast. It is your turn. My turn? Yeah. Is the robot still functional? Can I it get is it functional. Well, I think right now Al's going to have kind of a weird moment with himself. He's going to see... It's not the time for that. <laughs> it's the wrong time, Al. He's going to see the 4-2. Oh, I'm going to die anyway. Developing and, you know, gathering around Ulthar. He's going to feel envious. He's going to feel jealous. He wants something. He is about to get taken. He doesn't like seeing someone else have it. You can be a part of this. So he is going to, in a full sprint with the mech, run into Ulthar. And, I guess, does he, he doesn't need to be in the cockpit to control it through the room, right? Because it's his connection to the shard that's controlling it. So, I mean, I guess in theory he would be able to control from anywhere in the mecha. Oh, you're still in the mecha? Yeah. Yeah. He, As it's sprinting, he's going to climb down to the uh, core. He's going to, like, grab onto the shard, and then he's going to... I don't really know how to word it. He's Detonate gonna, the mecha? Yes, he's going to create, like, a massive explosion. Um, but while he's doing so, he is going to try and... Reach out to that familiar uh, voice, the one he assumed as a child was the voice of his mom, uh-huh. and ask her for help. And how, what, is, what is going to happen with him? Same thing he told her last time, like, he, just keep me safe. Just keep me safe. Help me. Is okay. We never established if my pendant had any kind of close range anything. 
It's yeah, it's close range. You're okay. medium range. Um, so all you're doing is running down and grabbing the stone and then asking for help. So yeah, to essentially allowing her allowing. Just give me a twenty to beat the action to complete the action to to get to and complete. It's not happening. Do you have any favor? I do not. Have any. What did you roll? Uh, eight. So that would be fourteen. All right. Well, you do manage to get down to the shard, uh, and you do manage to tell the mecca to do what you wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, you're not hearing the voice. Can I um, do something? What would you like to do? Can I tell Remy to take my place in the... Where am I right now? With the guns. Yeah, he can take your place with the guns. Um, and can I leave the ship? Can I like, jump out of a hatch? Yeah. <laughs> Portu's like, whoa! <laughs> he just <laughs> sees her fly down there. We're, I'm assuming we're like not, you know... We're yeah. like still around. We're airborne, yeah. but we're still helping people out. We're not like... The each, imagine each one of them is like kind of like hovering up to a certain height, and they're all trying to line up their. Once they get outside the range of the atmosphere, they can jump to hyperspace. VL. Yeah. No. Void. Void. VT. Yeah. Faster than void travel. <laughs> okay. So when the ship is over top of them, mm-hmm. that's when I'm going to do that. All right. So what are you do? What are you doing? Like, what's your um, aim for jumping? I'm going to try to. Well, ultimately use the source shard, but um, I'm going to try to land, I guess, on top of the mecha. I'm trying to think of a way to land that's, like, tall enough that's not going to hurt me, but we're also where I need to be, so that would be... I'm going to try to help Al, that's what I'm trying to do. All right, so you're aiming to get into the mecha, use the source shard to help Al. I don't know that I want to get into the mecha, but can I just jump on top of it and shoot a bunch of energy around, all around me? What I'm Actually, asking is, your intent is to save Al, but not stop the Mecca. I think it needs to blow up. Right. So you're trying to get him. Possibly. Do you want Is to... he using rune magic right now? Technically, he's trying to. Can I enhance that and make it happen for him with the sword shard? With Okay. I see where you're going. Yeah. All right. Because I have the so... sword shard and this pendant. I should, in theory, be able yes. to do something. What you can do is land on top of the Omega Magnus Mecha, and you can enhance his runic abilities. Now, in order to use the Source Shard to also boost, so if you want to use the Amulet plus the Source Shard, in order to use the Source Shard, you have to be willing to sacrifice something. To I'm it. not willing to sacrifice anything, but I can use my Pendant to help boost his already natural abilities. The only thing I have of value to me is my pendant, and I'm not going to sacrifice that. You can use that as well. I don't have any left of that. <laughs> well, very little. <laughs> I'm just saying, that does count. So, all right, sir, she is giving you an opportunity to roll uh-huh. this maneuver yet again. She is going to boost it. Now, what's the enhance on yours? What does he get? We never established that, but everything's usually plus two, plus one or plus two. We just said that it level two of the exploit enhances instead of negates. Alright, so we'll give you a plus two bonus to any runic magic. She's allowing you to do this in your immediate vicinity. Wait, okay, it's not bad. The one's a little scratched off. It scared me. (laughs) (laughs) So 23. So that works. Yeah. Alright, so 
what you see happen is like this thing is slammed together. You don't realize why this is working for you. You just realize that this is working for you. Mm -hmm. You tried once and something didn't happen and then you tried again and you heard a warm voice in your ear. It says, well, then come to me, my child. As you grab onto the water shard and the void symbol lights up on your hand and you disappear into the void. I'd like to jump down off the mecha now if I can. I'm sure you would. Can I roll for that? Yeah, roll (laughs) uh, dexterity. Oh no, what if you don't make it? I have a favor. He's got really good dexterity. I might not make it twice. I might make it. Are you you asking what I made it by? Uh, Five, 25. Okay. So what you would see as uh, this mecha collides with Ulthar, you've got uh, Thulgrim the Mighty and uh, Strathmore in the middle of dead combat on its back. Uh, many 4-2 units clumping and colliding and getting on to it. Um, and then you see her do this like swan dive, dancing from one 4-2 unit to another, and she gets to the ground, and a barrier of white light kind of protects her as detonation occurs. And you just see like this bright light circle outward, and then implosion. So as it starts to implode, uh, the ships actually have to start maneuvering and flying out of the way to avoid this extreme devastating explosion implosion. So as it starts to go off and everything, the ships are trying to hover back out of the way and everything. And then it's just bright light for moments on end until it starts to dissipate and you see what looks like little chunks of black debris everywhere and technological tidbits kind of like wired into it (laughs) and within one circular patch of protected area you see a dean sitting on the ground and what looks like a kauna symbol emblazed underneath her feet there's just like the uh, greater than less than symbol the v Mm -hmm. Uh, the symbol for fire magic is underneath her feet Now, you look out from that and you see Fulgrim laying on the ground, barely breathing, and you see a full black armor of seething rage dragging his sword along behind him, walking towards you. Well, general direction. How far away are all these things from me? Are we all kind of right there together? Fulgrim, you and Strathmore are, and then the tidbits of like technological ooze are everywhere. I have an idea. Tell me what it is. How close is Thulgrim to dying? Don't worry about that. Is he like getting up? Is he just... No, he's laying on the ground breathing. I told you he's struggling to breathe. Um, he cannot assist you in this moment. He just stood I didn't think he could. Can I use the sword shard to heal him? To kill him? Heal? Why would I want oh, to kill Thulgrim? I don't know. I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Surprise, I played the long haul. What the shield? <laughs> She's a dark star. Uh, yeah, you can try to get it to him to see if it would like help him in any way. I can't use it. Not unless you're willing to sacrifice something to it. Okay, I'll try to get it to him. All right. So what you need to do... I really do... want to sacrifice Strathmore, but <laughs> I don't uh, think I can do that. I really want to try to sacrifice Strathmore, I but I don't think I can do that. that's going to work for you. <laughs> You roll above a 40. <laughs> no, then you can't. You're not allowed to let me roll if that's the case. I know. That's what I'm um, saying. It's I'll get the happen. shard to him. 
Here's your shard, thanks. All right, so you run over to him and his body, and you're basically sitting there with the shard, and you're trying to, like, stab it into his chest or give it to him no, or something. What? <laughs> like, take it. I'm just handing like, it he's, to him. Uh, he's like this. And then I'm like, Here you go. See yes, ya. I'm giving him the shard, and then I'm going to walk towards him. Are there any four twos in the vicinity? They're kind of all done in the nuke. There is one on the outside hull of a ship, and then like these weird little technological tidbits on cancerous, pulsating flesh everywhere. That's interesting. It will be. Um, so yes, you walk over to Strathmore. What are you doing from there? Is he... Seething, yes. Enraged, of course. A blazing inferno of hatred and malice. Always. One might say. Can I... Because he was not this way when we talked to him last. No. He was like, knew who we were and everything. Correct. But he doesn't seem to know who I am. He seems to be without words. Both eyes blazing. Can and only 4-2 is here to protect you. Hold the pendant up so that he can see it. Okay. Try and roll... Uh, give me a 20 on charisma. Uh, 21. All right. So as he gets close to you and you start maneuvering towards him, you can see that the, the horned helmet head that he is now, he kind of like tilts his head to the side. He reaches out with one of the large gauntlets. And I don't take it. Look at it. Are you hush? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. So he reaches out to bear. He can barely touch the pendant and just looks at it again and then clasps his hand tight and pulls back from you and gives you a once over. Looks around at the surroundings, at the way the land is, what everything is. And then he grabs hold of you and he throws you at Exodus. Can you catch me? I'm like flying I mean, if I see you, maybe. I'm flying towards you. But what here. does Adine's, what does she sound like while she's flying up there? Like, well, stop! <laughs> runs in the blood. I don't know if I can see you. Um, her cheeks. Is your magic still working against me? I guess I'm just flying towards the ship in the air. You left a porthole open for yourself, correct? I mean, it's mm-hmm. a hatch out. Yeah. So roll dexterity, beat uh, 25, and you get in. Yeah, it's almost like he threw you at the hatch. Can I assist her? You could if you wanted. I will assist her. Thank you. I got a 24 without assistance. Oh, well then. But I need it. You don't need assistance. No, I do need it. (laughs) If you're willing to assist. I'm going to assimilate her too. She's very interesting. So let me roll. I don't think it's going to work. The assimilation? Yeah, I have. Okay. He just assimilated some like chaos beings. I'm pretty sure. Can't see what this is. I moved. I couldn't see what it said. Or the detective who's right inside the hatch can try to get her an assist. Hey, detective, you want to help me without assimilating me? Uh, Assimilating so much fun. Just beat a twenty, and you'll be able to give a hand. I gave her a twenty-one. He does not know what's happening right now. (laughs) So your twenty-one is just to assist her inside the hatch. Yeah, and to give her a little injection. We'll deal with what that brings later. So you get her inside the hatch. The hatch closes up. As that happens... She seems very important. The rest of you look out from this ship to see. Except for Al. You don't get to see. Yeah, I'm gone again. Leave the room. No. No, I'm kidding. Uh, So as you look out the hatch, you see that these 
fires are raging as this black organic material and technological doodads actually seem to start latching out to each other and then absorbing in and then latching and then absorbing in until you see this strange syntech chaos creature starting to form from it as the black dragon the dark star the knight of hellfire starts walking over to it he surveys the area leaps into the air holding high the Iritus blade until you see him fully form into that smoke dragon again embers sparking out throughout it and then flame fall funneling from its mouth as it then turns back down and dives straight into Valos, burring itself into the ground, igniting the core of the realm itself until you hear on the intercom. Strap in, it's going to be a bumpy ride! <laughs> Faster and Void Travel opens up as you begin to slip through one of the rip tears in the continuum, and as you look back, you see the realm Explode. The one mm. ship it's like Ragnarok. that manages to make it, all others falling in flames. The Exodus makes it through the tear, into the void, on the run. It is the Void Runner. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for enjoying Valos. Thank you for listening and tuning in to all the adventures throughout their time, the past, the future, the present. All the characters and wild hijinks and heartbreaks and character evolutions. It has been my pleasure to present this story to you all. And if you want to find out what happens next in this sequence of events, you'll actually just have to tune in to Void Runner. Until then, I look forward to helping to continue to play and live within the world of Heavenscape that Saturday Night Gaming has brought to us. So don't forget to click like. Don't forget to click subscribe and don't forget to share it with as many people as you love, like, or even hate. This is a great gift for enemies and friends alike. Uh, until then, we wish you the best. Enjoy and be good to you.